What's up, dumb dude? What's up, dumb dumb? I got a question for you. Yeah. Looking at your mic, we're using your mic. Yeah. And there's like crumbs and stuff on the mm. front fibers of it. Is that like what do you? I was. Like, what uh, are you doing to your mic? I was having. A, I was having a snack while I was while we were talking earlier while we were on another podcast. And you got you got, got snacky crumbs on got it. Snacky crumbs on the mm. on the microphone. You're kind of gross, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really didn't. I don't know. Maybe it's. It actually looks like you sneezed on it. It was boogies. It, it looks like boogies. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. This is interesting, dude. This is our, our well, we we did a dumb dudes. Um, one of the first ones we were out on that hike, Garden of the Gods, I believe it was. Yeah. Which was awesome. We got to do that together. But this is like uh, this is a new thing. Yeah, we're in the same office space. Got a new office that uh, we're trying out. We're gonna be in the same room trying to do a podcast. And yeah, yeah, it's good. You kind of kind of stink you had yeah. did you drink a lot of coffee this morning not a lot no 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 i actually came to your side of the desk it's a pretty small room i'd say it's probably 10 by 10 by 10 mm. uh but you did a lot of tooting over here <laughs> i had some toots earlier <laughs> i had some protein shakes already this morning yeah, so. yeah. Uh, i don't think that's what we want to talk about no though. boogers and toots we're not talking about that today the, no that's that's next week's episode so stand by <laughs> make sure you join us for next week's what episode are we, what are we talking about today we're talking about strong convictions loosely held. Mm. And I'll tell you, it's interesting. And you can uh, kind of kick it off because you found this podcast, this quote. But uh, when you first said it, I had a, before I gave myself, allowed myself any time to critically think through it, mm -hmm. um, my initial reaction to strong convictions loosely held was negative. Mm. It was, and what's funny is, the first word that came to my mind, which I didn't blurt out, but was well, that's weak. If they're strong convictions, how can you loosely hold them? So I thought it was interesting because we talked about it. My thoughts and perception of strong convictions loosely held vastly changed, yeah. which was very appropriate to the conversation that we had. So it is appropriate. Yeah. I was actually listening to uh, the drive podcast with Peter Atia. It's, it's more of a, uh, uh, it's very science-based, lots of um, kind of discussions on human performance and uh, eating, sleeping, drinking, a lot of, a lot of science stuff. And, and he was talking about this concept kind of in the, in the science world of, of his thoughts and ideas towards certain things on sleep regimens and diet and habits and stuff like that. Um, you know, you have, you have these uh, beliefs, these values and you have a conviction towards that. You have a strong conviction on believing a certain thing. And he was kind of basing it on, on his scientific beliefs. But they can also be loosely held because things change, like environments change, uh, new data uh, comes into play, new, um, you know, new experiments, new, new things come to light. And if you're so strongly held to this one belief, but there might be new, something new uh, based on data or, or science or whatever that you could potentially change your opinion on that. Um, and then he referred to just this idea of, of his, his buddy kind of referred to it as well in the, in the, in the idea of investing um, just in real estate, like markets change, uh, interest rates change, uh, data changes, houses change, environments change. And so like, if you're not constantly um, getting educated and updating yourself on on all these you know, different 
tactics and data and strategies that impact your investments, um, you're not going to be a really good investor. And so this idea of having this strong conviction, but then always being able to change that based on, uh, on your, on the input that's coming in, I think it's super powerful. Yeah. You know, there's a couple of thoughts. So, um, one, you know, it's, it's interesting too, when you look at investments and I think coronavirus is a, is a great example that I also think, uh, you know, things going on in Ukraine right now is also a great example is, you know, when you look at coronavirus, when it first started, I, I can't tell you how many, how many people, how many experts were, and I'm not faulting them, but they were, they were sure positive that we're going to go into housing recession mm. um that it was going to be terrible and people are going to lose their jobs and all this stuff and, and it would kill investments and the exact opposite happened from yeah. a real estate investment perspective i'm not talking about jobs and i'm not saying that everything was you know uh unicorns and and rainbows per se but but when it comes to specifically real estate investing it it wasn't what was anticipated or thought, right? And if you may have a strong conviction of investing in real estate, and you may even have a strong conviction of, say for us, uh, we believe that um, buying houses for appreciation is speculation. But you also, if you don't hold those loosely and adjust to the market, then you potentially miss out on phenomenal, phenomenal deals. And if you're unable to uh, flex to those, or if you're unable to be agile, then you're going to find yourself, you're going to be left behind, period. And, you know, you look at, you know, what's interesting to me is being very open-minded in a way about, about Ukraine. So I've, I've been reading the other side's perspective as well, right? And it seems very obvious that, that Putin's in the wrong, it's black and white, you're on one side or the other, West versus, you know, uh, Russia, like whatever your opinion is. But it's interesting. It's always been interesting to me to see the counterpoint. And so it's interesting for me to read accounts from the Russian perspective and whether you believe it's right or wrong, which I, I personally strong, am strongly convicted that their, their side is, is, is absolutely wrong. It's very interesting. It even changes some of those convictions when you look at the human, ele the human element of there are a lot of Russian military members dying right? And how their families are impacted by that. that that's, a, that's a reality. And as military members ourselves, you know, you can at least try to empathize with the loss of life on, on both sides, regardless of your strong conviction of right or wrong. And so I think it just enables you to open your mind a little bit. And, and where this quote came in, you know, I started thinking about it and, and you brought up, um, you know, politics and politicians who change their mind are just completely lamb blasted. But then, but then you, you think about it and you're like, okay, if you're completely unwilling to change your, your opinion on facts, then you like, that's pretty ignorant. That's a, yeah. that's a sad place to be. Yeah. And so, and that shouldn't be the standard by which we measure how we formulate our opinions. I think one of the best quotes someone ever gave me was, Hey man, you have a strong opinion and it will be strong opinion until you get data that changes it and you have a better opinion. But if you're unwilling to ever hear that data or change your opinion, then you're going to be left behind in a lot of a lot of times and you're going to be you're going to be discounted. It's not weakness to to allow your maturity and your growth to change the way you think about things, even those things that could be significantly impactful and a strong conviction of faith, thought, family, ideas, business, whatever it may be even politics, heaven forbid, 
that you change your opinion based on facts. Yeah. Like it, it just, you're, it, you're actually, in my mind, it's easier to dis- discount you and, and, and mark you up as an ignorant person if you're unable to grow yeah. or, or even evolve your thought process or your opinions and critically think. Yeah. Critical thinking. I mean, it's, it's, it's a huge uh, piece of growth. Um, so, I mean, this could be equated to anything like you just talked about religion, politics, life, parenting, marriage. Um, so yeah. So just something to think about, you know, if maybe you have a really strong opinion on whatever, whatever it is, um, but just in the back of your mind, like understand that, uh, uh, Hey, loosely hold that because things change. Uh, new data comes in, new experiments come in and uh, be okay with uh, potentially changing your thoughts and ideas towards that. Yep. And uh, I think the quickest way to become irrelevant is to, is to not grow, is to not evolve, is to not allow yourself to potentially change the way you think about things. You'll very quickly become irrelevant. All right. Don't be dumb. But if you're dumb, dude, have a deep thought or someone you're dumb with that's doing deep things because you're still dumb you are dumb no no you're dumb you're like a dumb dumb what what yeah okay did it have an amazing day see you see you